Hey everyone, welcome to Noun A Talk, the podcast all about nouns. This is a show where we interview members of the DAO and project builders in the ecosystem. I'm your host, CDT of the Lost Nouns team, and on today's episode, we discuss merch and CC0. The Creative Commons Zero license means that you can use the IP however you'd like. And I talk with some folks who have done just that and created and sold some nouns merch. It's a great conversation that goes way deeper than just selling physical goods. It highlights a new way of approaching brand and intellectual property altogether. I hope you find it interesting, and thanks for checking out the podcast. So, Jack, uh, let's start with you. Um, if you want to give a little bit of, of background and kind of... Uh, because the other thing to note with Jack is Jack recently bought a noun, so he's actually a noun owner, uh, a nouner as they as they call it. And so that adds another layer. I mean, Jack, you're definitely bought in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thanks, mate. I uh, appreciate the invite to come and talk as well. I started my career as a graphic designer, worked for a bunch of advertising agencies, big and small, um, and kind of got exposure to most aspects of the world of marketing, advertising, storytelling, all of that kind of stuff. And then three or four years ago, started my own agency, went okay, got burned out quickly, and then kind of focused all my efforts on doing something very specific. I've been working on a brand called Visualize Value for the last three years or so. And uh, the focus of that originally was a service business that helped people tell stories more succinctly using visuals. Um, And then through like promoting that service business on social, I kind of got introduced to the idea of um, memes, I guess, in, in producing images and concepts that would like propel themselves in such a way that just made the network that I'd built kind of impossible to service as a, you know, like one-on-one. So providing a service like graphic design on a like very um, bespoke basis, just I couldn't do that anymore. So then I kind of pivoted into building an education business, um, built a design Hey, sorry about that. Oh, sorry. Am I? That was a I, no. That was a slip of the finger. I didn't know there was a mute everyone button. Sorry, I was uh, trying to pin one of your tweets to keep going. Oh, no worries, no worries. Uh, I did I, five seconds ago, right? It wasn't too long ago. Yeah, yet. no, like okay. a second ago. Yes. All right, great. Um, yeah. So then, um, after like building up these education products, uh, I had a community of probably two, three thousand people in a Discord before I knew what a um, NFT was well, uh, like I'd been a, a crypto investor for a number of years, but not, um, you know, not d- very deep into the ecosystem. And a few people who were like more exposed to the world of NFT started like tapping me on the shoulder and saying like, "Hey, you need to, oh, the, uh, you need to pay attention to this. It's like an interesting thing. Like you've been creating digital art for years. Like this is a natural uh, sort of stepping stone." And it took me a while to come around. Unfortunately, I would have uh, been uh, 
in a much better position had I paid attention when they first started first started telling me about it. But anyway, um, that after sort of playing around with NFTs as an artist, I then started to kind of get exposure to all of these different communities. Uh, the Bored Ape ecosystem was the first like play for me personally. And then like off the back of that, just started to think more broadly about what NFTs can do, what like you can use them for. And then started following along uh, with the Punk 6529s, the 4156, uh, all the, the people that were putting out really thoughtful um, commentary on the NFT space as a whole. And then obviously that led me to nouns, the idea of CCO and that combined with everything I'd been doing for the last couple of years, something just sort of clicked in my head. And um, that led me to like experiment with this idea uh, that we have as the point of discussion today, which is like using a symbol that you don't own to you know, create something. So the first experiment I ran I, uh, oh, you, you pinned it perfectly. Um, the first experiment I ran was to just make these little nouns caps. And, uh, the reaction that I got initially from that, like coupled with all the experience that I'd had in the past of like judging how like viral something is or how resonant something is. And like something just clicked where I was like, wow, this is, there's something special here. And, um, that just led me to think more about like why why did why is this so profound why does it work that way um and i think there's i could ramble on for a long time about the nuance here but i think um anyone that wasn't here at the very beginning of this conversation i think it comes down to this idea of like how much meaning you can pack into a symbol and you know my experience in like on madison avenue with commercial advertising like the most successful brands in the world, you can see a, you know, a symbol from a thousand feet away and you get like it, it embeds so much meaning that you really don't need to, um, really don't need to expand or do anything else. Like the Nikes of the world, the apples of the world, et cetera. And CCO I think works best or is most effective when it's kind of embedded with, um, hey, are you one, there? I think we lost yeah, you for I, a second. Can you hear me now? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Jack yeah, Jack. we can hear you. Yeah. You can hear Jack or me? Both. Hello? Yeah. All right, good. Oh, shoot. Okay, then it's just me. Okay. okay. No, Um. so yeah, that, that just like... um seeing that work in a commercial context got me really intrigued. And then I thought a lot more about why it worked. And I think it's, you know, the inception of the project credit to everybody who worked on it, they were able to accomplish that idea of, you know, creating something that stood for something very specific CCO in this case, which is, you know, we have this symbol that nobody owns per se, but stands for something and everybody can contribute to. And um, a lot of the stuff that I'd been building over the last three or four years is trying to help people find a way to commercialize their experience on the internet. And it's a really difficult thing to do to build a network from scratch. So it's I'm not saying it's impossible and there's been plenty of people that have accomplished it, but 
something like Nows was so fascinating to me because it allows you to plug into it as a creative talent, um, as a producer of objects, whatever it is you might uh, be good at or passionate about. And there's an existing network effect to tap into. Uh, and that's just um, something I'd never seen before and was like super useful and interesting to uh, the people that I'd spent a lot of time around in the previous years and still do. So that's the, the crib note. Sorry, I rambled on a little bit there. Uh, one sec, guys. Like, I think Christian is reconnecting because his phone got rubbed by Twitter. Just give him like one or two minutes. Sure. Do you want me to go into yeah, a little can... bit of my background while we wait? Yeah. Hello. Hey, Jack. Yeah. Yo, go ahead, Christian. Christian, I just finished. I think Matt's going to do a intro yeah cool yeah i'll just go i'll jump in here so so yeah i have a actually a very kind of similar story to jack's um i started in the web 2 world uh started an agency that i ran for uh almost i think almost 14 years and kind of experienced some of that burnout jack was talking about and was just ready for something new and so uh i started building um one thing that i always liked was community and you know when we worked with clients uh, that was one of my favorite parts and aspects of that, of those projects was, you know, getting involved in their community, learning about, you know, the things that are important to them and, um, you know, just all of that kind of stuff that comes from really diving into a brand. And when I was looking to do my next thing, I had always um, had this newsletter list and had always really valued, you know, some of the interactions that I had with those people. And, and again, in building that community, and uh, one of them reached out and said, hey, have you looked into the NFT stuff? I think it'd be right up your alley. And so I got into NFTs around September of last year. And I was just, you know, just late to nouns, just late to cryptodes. But cryptodes was the one that really got me. I just kind of saw it and I was like, what is this? Like, you know, and way back in the day, I used to do um, ANSI artwork for anybody that remembers like BBSs and stuff like that. So pixelated art has always been something I've been kind of passionate about and created with. So I was just like, what, what is going on? This just, you know, reminds me of back in the day. And as I was diving in, everybody was just super passionate. And, you know, you got to see um, all of these stories that were unfolding, you know, the nuances of the characters, the traits, and one trait that just stood out was obviously the nouns glasses. I, I, like Jack said, it's just sort of like a something you can't really put your finger on, but when you see it, you just kind of know it. And, you know, getting into nouns, reading about, you know, the DAO, um, know, like figuring out Discord and knowing that you can just jump in and say anything and people are there. You, like Jack said, the network effects of the nouns is crazy. It's like a, a built-in ecosystem of people that, all for whatever reason have rallied behind this this one particular flag, this one particular brand, which just happens to be CCO. And I think for me, um, that that was just you know not having to ask for permission, like coming from that world where brands just suffocate everything with like their quote unquote you know outlook and how they want to be perceived. It's just the the nounders just said here it is what it is. 
you know, here's, here's some very loose guidelines, make what you want. And that was super appealing to me. And on top of that, I've always been a big, you know, branding guy, obviously one of the clients in the agency. It's just, and the, for the me, just said here. Oh, oh, I think we're getting an echo from Christian maybe. Um, but just building those brands and having the permission to do so without really having to ask anybody, but having those, those kind of bumpers in place to know where to go and that built in community has just been probably, you know, building within that and getting to know some of these folks just over the past couple of months has been a real highlight of mine for, you know, my time spent on the internet. So that's kind of my journey to nouns and um, to why I kind of started my shop. And we can talk maybe later about some of the more specific things, but um, because a lot of things in my shop, you know, yes, they're very, they're very much noun, but they're very noun-ish as well, because there's some once you're in the community, you start picking up the lingo and you start seeing the memes and you start really diving into what people's um, perception of the brand are or what, what they've created in these small subsections of the brand. Um, and it's just been super, super fun and super cool. So that's me. Um, so like, I'll just try to host like Christian is still getting wrong. So I think one thing that I always wanted to know about CC0 is, is the fact that um, since like a lot of brands can use uh, nouns glasses and nouns artwork, hey, what do you think? Like, can yeah. you guys? Yeah, we can hear you, Christian. Yeah, you can go ahead. I think just mute when you're uh, when you're talking. I think you just have to mute your PC. I think it should be fine. Can you can you go ahead, Christian? Okay, so uh, what I would like to know is like, uh, since everybody can now use nouns glasses, right? So what do you think, how does it separate you in thinking that, um, how would you want to separate your brand? Uh, like, does that, um, like, what would be the, the way that you would want to separate your brand? Because like, uh, Every uh, like every other brand can use their noun classes and like do you uh, does the thought come in, into your mind that like how should I separate myself from like every other merchandise that's out there right now, Matt? Yeah, I mean definitely have to think about that. But I mean one thing for me is I I don't I'm not necessarily coming at it like from a perspective where um, like I love seeing other people produce and uh, I love seeing the brand used in so many different ways. And one kind of differentiator, I think for me is just, well, I mean, it starts at the top, right? So nouns are CCO. And then there's been so many extensions of the brand. Um, you know, you've got things like noun punks, you've got things like GI toads, you've got things like cryptodes, you've got things like the nodes, the bonies, like all of these other, extensions of nouns that are also then inherently cco as well and so then you can pick up on th they're helping extend the brand further by building their own characters their own storylines and all of that ip is cco as well so you can you start to see at least from my perspective you start to see this group this community as just sort of like like a circle that's just sort of like enveloped just sort of puts its arms around the center, which is the noun glasses or the noun ethos. And then you just kind of go wherever you 
you want from there. So for me, it's like just having that nounish appeal to me is just, it's the, it's the ethos. It's the, just kind of the camaraderie. Um, just, it's just a really different, fun, unique community. And I, I like to celebrate all parts of that, not just the nouns glasses, which is sort of, you know, the mothership. Yeah. Hey, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh! I'm back from the dead. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, welcome I'm, back. I'm just so nervous about doing anything that's potentially going to end the space. You know, I only have one phone. You can't talk from a browser. Oh my gosh! It was just so scary. Sorry about that. Oh, good. We were just kind of talking about how um, if there is. If there isn't uh, any sort of copyright on the particular IP or object, mm -hmm. how do you kind of differentiate? And I was giving my opinion on what I'm kind of doing and, and where I come. I don't know if you wanted to pull in Nounstown because I know Nounstown, uh, you've got a, a lot of CCO. In your well, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> We're still talking to you. And I still want to go back to Jack. I don't want to just move on oh, sure. too fast. But But on that note, I mean, you talked about how to build it, right? And on... On your site, right, you have the Build Your Bridge site on, you know, mm -hmm. your, your personal work. Um, I was reading in it, and, and, and you have a quote that talks about building value through reputation. How do you yes. think that plays with NAMS and its reputation, right? Because there's a bunch of projects that are CC0. NAMS is, is, they didn't make up CC0, but it seems to be kind of associated with them. So just talk to me about that quote of yours, building value through reputation. Yeah, so for me, that means um, becoming a voice within the community, um, you know, really digging in, finding some of the nuance, finding your place, um, but, but contributing as well. Having, you know, I, I have this kind of thing that I'm working on for 2022. One of my mantras is, you know, creation over consumption, because I find myself, you know, just sucked into you know, the nether regions of Twitter all the time. And I have to remind myself, no, just go out there and create and step away. D don't consume as much, create something. And the nouns is the perfect way to, to build, you know, use some IP that is CCO that anybody has access to, but make a name for yourself, support the community, extend the brand that, that is nouns and bring more people in. So for me, that's, that, that's how you build a reputation. That's how you build a community. That's, that's the way I'm looking at it. And again, worth mentioning in case we haven't, and for all of those who are here, Matt created the the Unicode glasses that you see in everyone's uh, Twitter name and handle, um, the ones that you see everywhere. I mean, talk about, you know, uh, extending the brand that I think, I uh, correct me, but I, but I think that tweet of yours was like early January, right? And the 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 monumental build up to the Super Bowl and all of that, like, I mean, it it couldn't have come at a more perfect time. It's like you were just sitting on it, you know. So uh, <laughs> I, I literally uh, was. Um, yeah, that I almost didn't do talk it. Talk about it proliferation. Was, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it just it was just right place, right time. It was sitting in the my Twitter drafts for maybe a month or two, and I was like, Wait, really? I, 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 yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that. Why? I don't know. I didn't know okay. if people would get it. I don't, I didn't know. Oh my know gosh. If, like I was, I was very new to the community and, and that's why I kind of mentioned, I'm not sure if you heard, but 
as soon as I found the discord and realized you could just kind of jump in and, you know, create value and create that reputation we we're just talking about. Um, it, all of that was new to me. Like I come from a very web two closed off world where, you know, everything is protected and, yeah. you know, just being, just having it in the draft. I was like one night. Yeah. I think it was like early January. I just said, I'm going to tweet it out zero context and that's it. Yeah. And so I did. And, you know, I think the nodes was uh, Sir nodes was one of the first ones to pick it up like really heavy and he put it into the discord. And I mean, that night it just absolutely exploded and I'm like super honored and just, just really humbled by, you know, I, it's almost the, the web three world moves so fast. You get, you can get it like a little jaded, you know, after a month or two, but it still gives me a little kick to see it in folks profiles and, the fact that it was acknowledged by 4156 and you know it's i mean it's really cool i mean yeah i mean going back to with jack and jack i have a couple more questions for you um if you're still there but going going back to what jack and i were talking about about discord reacts and emojis and like it's just another way to communicate right that's mm -hmm. that's just what it is and noun glasses are great and iconic but like I mean, you just like you gave us a way to literally like you can insert in a text message to like a Twitter, you know, handle to I mean, even an ENS domain, right? Like that's mm -hmm. crazy. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's one of the biggest and like most underrated contributions um, to announce to be completely honest. Um, well, Jack, thanks. are you there? Yeah, I am. Can you still hear me? I Yeah, sorry about all that. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I am curious um you know with your history and your background um i was listening to your podcast um not investment advice for all those listening um and i was really you know um interested by by some of the stuff you guys were talking about and i remember you and i don't want to get super into all of all of this stuff but 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 it is worth bringing up all of the like you know just with with the power of cco comes you know that which rubs up against it right and 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 all, and a lot of people are just cco must be shoved forward at all costs everywhere mm -hmm. right but 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 you talked about how you know uh, this is a loose quote that if it's not a feature present to begin with you know in a community then it's not a behavior or something that said community would value right and I mean, I, I think you guys were specifically talking like CryptoPunks first nouns, and I don't really want to get into like the fight, right, whatever, right. But like, yeah, but it, in but but in general, this this kind of bumps up against within Web three non CCO brands, and you know, let's just go straight to the traditional brands. I find all of this really interesting, and we and we talk about Nike, etc. But like, you 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 talk about. Um, being born in CCO versus someone like Nike turning it on, right? Right. Um, and how the stock would drop immediately. Like Nike can't go CC zero right, with right, their right. logo. But like, you know, talk to me about how brands, legacy brands, whether they be in Web3 or not, can can leverage CC zero. Is CC zero only done well if done if born in CC zero, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's maybe, um, the distinction is like project versus brand. And in the case of nouns, the project is the brand, right? Like the, I think there have been some elegant uh, instances where like brands have let 
artists or whoever reinterpret their uh, symbol or something within their like catalog of uh, IP in a very successful way. I think if it's not part of the thesis from day zero, then the market doesn't understand what it's looking at, right? The interesting thing about nouns is like, because that's part of the thesis and that because that's what it stands for when it was created, even if there's, you know, even if 1% of the stuff that gets created is valuable and is, is like acknowledged by the market as something they want to spend time, attention and money on, the rest of the 99% is kind of contributing to that goal as opposed to detracting from it. Like, um, you could, it can be a dilutive thing if it's not part of the philosophy. Like if anybody could sell a Nike t-shirt or a Louis Vuitton handbag, then that instantly drives the, the value of the like authentic in inverted commas product down. But because nouns is kind of built on this thesis that, you know, crypto free market, like the selection of the stuff that is, determined as great by the market is going to be um, amplified by the market then everything else is just kind of part of that process and even um, like kind of valuable in a different way because it's you know contributing to finding the great stuff um, that's that's my like early thoughts on why it's different and I think that also changes the way people interact with it too um, it's not as uh there's so much like there's so much that's difficult to describe about it because um even the like act of buying a noun is unnecessary for most people because you know if it's an aesthetic thing you can you can go and configure that thing and display it wherever you want use it as your profile picture do whatever um, but you're yeah. aligning to yourself, you're aligning yourself with the mission or like physics, like contributing capital to the treasury, which is something that we haven't talked about either on this call yet. But the idea of crowdfunding the meme, I believe in the meme. I want to crowdfund the meme. Uh, in my case, like seeing so many people try to make a living off their creative endeavors on the internet and struggling with the the like network growth piece because they're two different skill sets right like if you're a brilliant videographer or animator or um artist illustrator the other side of that skill set is like being a great promoter marketer storyteller um connector of people that's not a skill set that you often find like you know there are very few people that are like top five percent in both of those categories so what nouns does i think is allows people to tap into the meme and the network and still still values like great creative work so what do you so what do you think about like how could a legacy brand leverage cc0 what do you think about legitimacy because there's a difference with me making you know your duck a profile picture versus mm -hmm. knowing that like you're an owner because with, with with your duck noun comes governance but why i mean budweiser why did why, why do you think they would buy a noun i mean yes they can vote but do you think there's more to it and the legitimacy behind it because if it's cc0 they could change their corporate logo to a noun no harm no foul right but right they didn't yeah, I think I think uh, what it does signal, especially in the early days of a project like this, is that they 
are trying to understand the mechanics of this new like marketing is maybe not the right exactly the right word but marketing paradigm right i think uh 4156 has written some really compelling and like well articulated points of view on this where cco is actually a better model for the uh the proliferation of content on the internet right like cco isn't really enforced right now across a lot of um uh, if you go, this is this is the the best example I can think of is Giphy. Like, if you go and like type Tom Cruise into Giphy or something right now, there's probably a thousand results. None of I don't know what the the legal uh, relationships Giphy has, but I'd be willing to bet that there is not like an individual license for every image they use, right? And the idea that things things spread on the internet without permission by default. And this is like a very forward-looking way to uh, position yourself where you are kind of zooming out and betting on the long-term proliferation of the thing and you're going to capture maybe, you know, 5 10% of the value it creates versus like really limiting the rate at which the meme can multiply and trying to capture 95% of the value. Um, and I think it's really hard to... I think what Budweiser did is super smart because you're kind of getting in and like aligning yourself with a project that is pioneering in the space as opposed to, hey, everybody do free marketing for Budweiser. Like that's just not going to play well, right? Um, versus like Budweiser contributed $500,000 to this treasury that funds creative projects. And then the people who are getting paid off the back of the allocations from the treasury are more likely to just organically incorporate Bud Light or buy Bud Light next time they're looking for a beer in the supermarket. So I guess my, the bigger answer is I don't know, but the, um, the way they entered, I think is really smart, just even from like a research perspective and a like alignment with a, a different way of doing things in, um, in the future of like spreading media memes messages, I think CCO is like is just leaning into what is natural essentially versus like trying to box in and control the the proliferation of something. Yeah, it definitely carries on the conversation, right? Because if they if they change their profile picture to a noun, you talk about it for a day. The fact that Budweiser continues to be a member of the DAO is something yeah. that can be brought up every time that they vote on a proposal, you know, um, and they're skin in the game, right? They're, you know, um, literally more invested in the meme. Yeah, and it's, uh, I think it's really like an interesting, like I worked in advertising, Matt said he's a similar background than me, like it's amazing that they were able to get that approved or go through, you know, the number of people that would typically have to sign off on a decision like that. Uh, it's remarkable that whoever sold that internally, like mega props to them because you're attached to it, right? There's risk in being attached to something. I think one of the most, um, one of the great things about the early days of the noun project is it just the, the vibe feels a certain way. Like I think there are, 99 out of 100 NFT projects, you would never, ever want to attach your corporate name to because of 
you know, the behavior that is associated with it or the like, you know, any snapshot of a typical NFT projects discord uh, is not something that you would want to put your like multi-billion dollar corporations logo next to. But now seems to break that mold. Yeah, you're you're proud of it. Yeah. And it's not an easy feat to to attain to get one. Right. There's not that the supply is low and the demand is high. Um, moving on, I did want to talk, uh, now sound shop. Um, I want to hear a little bit about, because you were the first mover in this regard, I believe, um, um, Jack, I think you had your first drop sometime in October, but now sound shop, um, let's move on to you. I think we're, 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 you were the first that I was aware of. And can we hear a little bit about, you know, moving into this you know taking that jump to be like okay so cc zero i guess i'm gonna sell some stuff you know and also let's hear a little bit about your new shop yeah right on and christian thanks for for inviting me to speak i could actually sit here and listen to jack and and matt talk all day frankly because uh just good stuff but uh my background is funnily enough pretty similar to theirs marketing guy i've worked on growth and, and marketing like throughout my career, but I'd been getting slowly into NFTs and, and sort of Web3 stuff. But when I discovered Nouns in maybe mid-August, so the project had already launched, uh, I just immediately was like fascinated by so much of, of what, what's already been discussed here. But I mean, obviously, firstly, the art is what captures you when you see it first. Um, and, and for me, it was as much the, the Nounish characters as the glasses. Um, but it's clear that the glasses are uh, very powerful. Um, listening to an early Nouns uh, spaces, I remember hearing uh, David Horvath, who's on the, I think he's in the space now, uh, say, say something like, you know, this is the Nike swoosh of crypto or something to that effect and that was for me and I think probably a lot of us that was like an aha moment and and like I that was something that I had already sensed uh but he came out and said it and put put sort of that word and the stamp of approval on it it's like yes of course that's what it is let's go you know uh so that was a really powerful moment I think and I've heard a lot of people refer to that um, but yeah, everything about the project and mechanics of, of, you know, the auction and, and, you know, the incentives being aligned with the DAO and, and of course, like, uh, the community as Jack was just describing, uh, and, and, uh, and Matt as well. Um, and CCO is something I've always been super passionate about. Um, I think for in like early 2000s, mid 2000s, there was a movie, uh, RIP, uh, Remix the Manifesto. Uh, by actually the, the Canadian guy Brett Gaylor, uh, and that was sort of you know in in uh, making the case for the for the CCO movement and why you know copyrighted IP is, is sort of uh, doesn't make sense. Um, and so, anyways, I just fell in love with with the nouns community and just everything that that I was seeing. And I you know wasn't a real I'm um, not a dev. I didn't have a lot of skills to offer around the around the DAO and I'm a web two guy and I was just like I want to get involved and and to be honest I really didn't think a whole lot about it I was just like yeah merch like for sure like if 
the goal is to proliferate nounishness, uh, then, you know, we are this group and we are for sure making waves on Twitter and crypto Twitter, and we've got our discord community, but like, let's bring this to the physical world. And so that was sort of the first step. And I was like, that's something I can do. You know, I have some limited design skills. I can, I can design some merch. I know how to put together an e-commerce shop and, and do a little bit of marketing. And so, yeah, that was basically the, and it was like, yes, it's, 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 it's just go for it. I knew it wasn't going to cost me much and, you know, wasn't a big deal as to whether it was going to make a lot of money. It was a, it was a passion project, I guess, sort of as, as what you were talking about with Lost Nouns. Um, and I've uh, been really pleased with the results. Yeah. So what is One End World? Yeah, one over end. Um, before I get into that, I also just want to mention, like, Jack and I were doing this right around the same time, I think, and like, but he definitely beat me to the uh, nouns hat glasses, uh, nouns glasses hat, because uh, I was just doing stickers to start with. Um, but CCO was that I could also do a nouns glasses hat because his first run was like a limited edition, I think, or you like cut it off at a certain point. So I did uh, a nouns glasses hat copy edition, which using the nouns accessory for copy, that's emblazoned on sort of the side of the hat. It's it's also a dad hat and as sort of a hat tip to like he was there first, but you know I'm also going to use CCO to proliferate this brand and uh, yeah, that's just sort of the spirit. So good vibes and thanks Jack for coming out with it first and letting me bite on your hat. Um, but one over N. So yeah, so, so you know, as I mentioned, it's a web two play, it's pure e-commerce and that's my background, but I've really am, have been red-pilled and, and, and want to make web three and crypto the future of what I do. And so uh, I started to think about, well, you know, what does my, how do I bring my skill set, my expertise in terms of working with brands uh, to engage with their communities in digital spaces. How does that look like? Maybe not today, but in, in two years, in five years or whatever. And so it's really about taking a more digital first, sort of crypto first, uh, NFT first approach to, to merch. Um, and so we launched uh, at the beginning of February uh, with a line that was sort of NFT first, uh, sort of digital merch that was celebrating uh, Dimitri Cherniak's Dead Ringers project. Uh, so it released 31 of one pieces uh, that are each an NFT that you purchase. And then you, if you hold that NFT in your wallet, you can then redeem the NFT for the physical merch, a, a unique one of one piece uh, that you will be the only owner of in the world ever. Uh, and so really just experimenting and playing with that idea of, you know, what it means to engage with, you know, fidgetal and uh, merch. And, and so the, the third component of that is going to be basically the wearable. So you've got the NFT, you, you redeem the NFT for the physical piece, but also, you know, once I'm up and running with better resources, and you, you know, I'll be able to airdrop uh, like a metaverse wearable so that you can wear that hoodie, be it in Sandbox or Decentraland or in the Conex world or wherever. Um, so yeah, that, that project has gotten a little bit of traction, but not a lot, but it just uh, playing around, but actually I'm excited to, uh, you know, when you invited me to speak, uh, join the spaces today, I, I fast tracked a project that's been 
slowly cooking. And so I'm actually just like hitting tweet on a button, uh, uh, hitting send on a tweet right now for series 69, which is going to be a collaborative project of uh, one of one hoodies uh, celebrating the first 69 nouns ever created. And so I've just sent out a link to the first three that are on auction for the next 24 hours. Um, they, uh, all the proceeds of this will go to Ukraine DAO um, because as I mentioned, this isn't about making money. This is really a passion project and I can't think of a better way to, to use any proceeds that come from this. Um, and yeah, really excited. These are the first three. We're going to do 69 if there's enough demand and traction for the project. And we, the, the vision is that we want to do it with collaborators in the NAM ecosystem. So I see a lot of you that are here on this call. And if you're interested in doing a hoodie uh, that's part of this series, reach out. I uh, would love to work with you to design a cool piece. And, and uh, they're all going to be one of ones. And I and, uh, can't wait to get your feedback and see what you think. That's awesome. Really quick before before I respond, uh, I want to go ahead and try something new because we usually don't get a lot of questions at the end. I want to invite people to come. We're, we're not done talking, but I want to invite people to come request to go on stage now so that we can do the general Q&A here in just a little bit. So go ahead and request up if you want to ask any one of these guys a question. Um, just giving you a little bit of heads up. Um, but yeah, it, it's... Uh, Thanks for sharing that. And and something I find interesting about your project, Nounstown, is uh, it's not just nouns. I know that's what we're talking about. But if you look on your page, right, I mean, you you leverage CC0 when it comes to like, I don't know, like what, eight projects or something like that? You know, you got the bonies and nodes and even lost nouns and uh, you got the eight megs and shark Dow And it's just, uh, you know, um, you, yeah. you, you work with a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's it's so clear and it was always so clear that there's so much overlap uh, in the CCO community in terms of the projects that we all love and support, you know, uh, and create. And so, yeah, I mean, even looking at my own NFT portfolio, like I have a nounish slash CCO thesis where like a lot of the yeah. stuff I collect is is based around, you know, that idea. Um, so whether it's, yeah, you know, eight megs and David Horvath stuff, or whether it was MFers even, um, or just any of the Nanish extension NFTs, uh, celebrating those through the shop was really important to me. And, and then the other thing that I noticed was, well, okay, how do, how does this story get told outside of just the glasses? Um, and it, you know, it's pretty clear to me anyways, that we're witnessing a really interesting point in time and sort of inflection point in terms of you know culturally how communities revolve around icons or brands or you know uh, and and how they promote them and so it became interesting like okay well how does how does the shop tell that story and so now the approach with Nounstown shop is kind of like okay let's commemorate certain moments in time with specific pieces so whether it be the launch of a project uh, or whether it be like Nouns Party getting its first win or 4156 selling his punk. Uh, you know, these are sort of important moments in the evolution uh, of the proliferation of, of Nouns. And uh, so that's sort of the approach. And that's why there are so many projects involved. Yeah. And it's interesting because you're, you um, are really good about 
you know, trying to be timely with stuff. So if something happens or something significant in the discord, you'll, you know, try to put, I mean, it's not easy to just <laughs> create merch really quick, but as, as, as quickly as that's possible, um, I've, I've noticed you'd be like, we should get something out for this, right. That it just happened or I just found out about. And so I think that's interesting. Um, Matt, I had a question um, for you uh, just to get your opinion. So currently we have the three of you, right? There, there, there may be some other small shops that I'm not aware of. I'm, I'm not sure I did my research, but um, I mean, let's like, how do you think about, you know, competition or, or competing for attention? Like what happens when we have 30 shops? What happens when, you know, this kind of thing explodes and people like, why wouldn't I start my own Shopify shop? And why wouldn't a hundred other people do it? How do you think about growing that brand under CC zero, right? You can't hide behind IP. I'll just create more IP that is just mine and put that out. And if my IP is valuable, right. You know, how do you think about, growth, competition, and CC0. Sure. Yeah, we touched on it a little bit, but I think uh, for me, it's just more about taking, um, almost kind of piggybacking on what you were saying before um, with Nounstown about being timely. Uh, if you're not in the community day to day and you kind of don't know what's happening, um, you know, on the ground, it's, you know, you can, you can look at the glasses and just say, okay, that's, I understand Okay, the Dow, the glasses, the, the community, that's fine. But my, my approach is, you know, I want to highlight some of the nuances within the community. So that's why I put out like, you know, a vibe design, or that's why my, my cap instead of the glasses says nounish, because I love seeing all of the communities represented um, and all of the, 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 the good. I mean, this is one of the best communities I've ever been a part of, and it's only been a few months. It's just been so inviting and friendly and I feel I just feel like we're right at the beginning of all of this and you know I just think for now the way that I think about it is let's have 30 shops but let's continue to bring you know creativity let's continue to push nouns forward um, you know I do think that you know with these built-in networks network effects that Jack was talking about you know you do have a voice and it's easier to proliferate that that message across you know places like Twitter or whatever. And so I think the more value you bring to the community, the more people that you help build up and raise within the community, the more that they're going to be there for you. It's no different than, you know, really anything else. Um, so for me, my differentiation is just to contribute, just to be a part, to have fun, be creative. We've been given this gift of a CC0 project with all sorts of lore and background and, you know, just jump into Discord and you can have conversations with all the nounders. And I remember Gremlin was going nuts one day and putting all the the lost nouns that didn't or the nouns that didn't make it that weren't even in lost nouns. And that, that stuff was just so fascinating to me. And there's just an endless source of that kind of love and that kind of artistic uh, direction within the community. And so, I mean, if, if you want to get involved, there's really no limit to the creativity that you can have and that you can bring to, you know, a, a physical realm like a like a merch store yeah and i mean it's interesting um uh i mean last week we talked with three different people doing the same thing and at first you know the gut reaction is like ah, i don't know if we should bring up three people doing the same thing i don't want anyone to feel like it's you know like we're trying to 
draw comparisons, right? But that's not how it was. And it was a great talk. And the three of you literally all sell hats, you know, like, I mean, you all sell your own things, right? But each of the three of you like have sold a hat in some way, right? And like, all three are very different. uh, And you would buy one over the other for different reasons, right? And so when there's no rules, that doesn't, you know, mean that, you know, uh, it's a zero sum game, or any one person is replaceable over another, right? Um, and I love that. I think that's great. That's a good idea for a hat. The CC zero sum game. Put that there, <laughs> there <you> nice, <laughs> nice. Now Chip all it. three of you need to push Chip out it. of that. <laughs> yeah, in your own way. Um, and I just pinned up from Matt's shop, the, the, the lost noun glasses. I love that poster. I think it, it looks really cool like that. Um, Thanks. But yeah, 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 we do. We, um, so we have two people on stage. Um, Hey, Clem. Oh, more requests, bringing them on. All right. Clem, do you want to go first? Do you have a question for these guys? Uh, yeah, it's not really, it's, it's not really a question. Like, I love what you guys are doing. It's, it's freaking amazing. And I think all of us coming from the merchandising space and the marketing advertising space, CCC0 is exactly the same thing as opportunity for just unbridled creativity, right? Like, you could just do whatever you want. Like, for instance, like, I'm making a pair of glasses that normally nobody in their right mind would make. Right. So we're all because it's too expensive and, you know, the marketing numbers, you know, if you run it through a spreadsheet, won't work out. So this is really exciting space for all of us making merchandise. So Mike, like when I first saw the the whole CC zero thing open up when the nouns came out and David introduced me to the project was just the opportunity to like, you know, what do you mean I could just make anything? Uh, so I went and I used a bunch of, you know, open source templates for hoodies and bags and flip flops and T-shirts and just the like, stuff that's available. And I just created an entire series of nounish products. But then, you know, everybody else started coming out with them. I'm like, well, you know, what's what's different about mine if everybody's using the same templates? Like my question to you guys is, are you sourcing your fabrics and are you sourcing your patterns exclusively for your projects or you know or are you using like similar models to like you know a lot of these other uh nft projects where you just on demand print you know t-shirts hoodies pants and leggings so like matt you want to take that well i got a really short answer to that i um i uh essentially is like what the um what the like print on demand services i think allow you to do uh like understand where there is demand and off the back of that you know go down the route of building something very unique specific tailored um i'm having some of those conversations at the moment with people but obviously that's a uh, a longer timeline um and i think that's like the macro on a macro time frame, the people that are the the best at those very unique um, things are going to emerge as like uh, the winners in each category. I think um, one example, uh, as I was looking at your uh, 
profile here where you say character merchandising, the idea that came into my mind was the, um, and this may, this is probably not what you do, but what it made me think of is those kind of vinyl characters that you could have like molded. And I can yes. see a world where there's, you know, people manufacturing those and the one who manufactures the best ones is going to win. Um, and maybe even on a per, even on a per, um, even on a per noun basis, you could have like different characters that like the, the ecosystem is so fascinating. There's so many different ways you can unpack it. I Correct. think what we're seeing now is like the, the stuff that gets to market fast, maybe utilizes some of these like much faster feedback loops. But over time, the quality of all that stuff, I think will um, increase and the nuance will increase. I'm excited for it. And uh, ace to have um, people getting involved with all these different backgrounds. Yeah, on the, on the merchandising side, we're actually like I'm helping David uh, ma uh, with the development of this Hubi vinyl figures that he's producing in Japan right now, and that's on the Discord. And then I have my own uh, figure series that I'm developing that I should that, that I'll put a proposal up within a week or so. The thing about the producing plastic toys and figures, it's a nine month development mm. and, and production cycle from from the moment that you have like an approved idea you have it's like it's nine months there's tens of thousands of dollars worth of tooling and molds that have to be created there's also you know shipping logistics like where are you going to store these five thousand figures and how are you going to distribute them where in you know on demand apparel it's a much easier ask so i, I i'm kind of feeling that we're we're being we're we're being extremely creative all of us are developing some wonderful amazing things and test betting like all of these things for somebody like funko to show up and just be like hey we're gonna do marvel nouns because it's cc zero yeah that, that very well may happen yeah and, and then or or you know it's like if, if walmart decides for their private label brand if they just did an entire section of noun merchandise you know everything that we're doing that works will be used and will you know it, and and it, it's like in in a sense you know i was speaking with 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 somebody on the discord uh about some of this stuff and you know we came up with the idea like you know what it's actually pretty freaking great way to proliferate nouns if every single China, you know, if, if everybody bootlegged your toys, you know, it's it, it kind of like copy paste scenario. Uh, but it's it's it becomes risky to try to take those creative, you know, side quests with all of your ideas. Like, you know, if, if you decided to make, you know, like uh, the 3D printed fashions, for instance, it's like what. Well, it's it just like taking risks on ideas like that becomes a lot more challenging when a, a, the stuff is just so open. Or maybe it's just like me thinking in the old legacy ways of just constantly getting ripped off. And yeah. this is a very different space. Yeah, I think the, the one of the really strange like models to get your head around is like the feedback loops on the digital side are so ridiculously fast and tight. And then in the physical world, it's a completely different game, right? It's like the economies of scale that a like toy manufacturer has versus an indie creator are ridiculous. But we, what we also have going for us is like the community decides to support projects first. And ideally we're always, you know, 
two, three, four steps ahead of whatever, like this moment in time could be sort of pushed six, 12, 18 months out. And uh, we're always thinking of the next thing. And I'm kind of hopeful that the treasury model and the DAO and the community growing will, you know, allocate funds to people that are pushing the boundaries and defining what these things are. And then, yeah, sure. If, if somebody wants to come in a year later and kind of help proliferate the meme at scale with their infrastructure, then let them have at it. Yeah, I, I guess I guess people always buy bootleg Louis Vuitton bags, right? That's it's, true. Yeah, it's just it's just you know I think that if the community supports projects that show dedication to com and a commitment to quality, and also you know it right now nobody's really discussing about what we do with a successful CCO merchandising project once the thing becomes profitable, right? Like I still can't get my head around things like tooling ownership, right? If for instance, like I'm making the the the, the noun fun glasses, which are novelty glasses that I'm hoping we can put into like stadiums where you can get, you know, red team versus blue team. Everybody's wearing different colors. Uh, but, you know, who who owns those molds like that hasn't really been addressed like who owns the tooling who owns those patterns mm. and the you know yes i designed those things and i created it but like if if you know in the in the legacy world you know a client pays for that work and then we would work out uh, uh, a a a usage agreement of who owns that those materials right because this isn't really a work for hire situation this is like a, a funding kind of a thing, but nobody talks about who owns it. And let's say these glasses or, or the, 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 the fashion noun glasses, you know, or become like a huge success. And maybe I don't want to be in a sunglasses business for the rest of my life. Maybe I just want to do this one thing and then I want to pass it on to somebody else. Like, how does that work? Or if you are indeed making hundreds of thousands of dollars profit, on a project that's been funded by the DAO, what is your obligation to give back to the DAO to proliferate the 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 you know the things that gave you the the boost, you know? But anyway, this yeah. is this is this is about what you guys are doing. I'm just kind of I've been thinking about this for months, so it's just been driving me nuts, and I just figured I'd bring it up. One one thing for sure is like. The, this is like a blank slate, right? Because the glasses and the characters are like something you can you can make a lot of things uh, based of them. Because I mean, you can create a lot of things, but those things have a lot of variations as well. Because I mean, you can create. There are three three kind of glasses out there, but maybe some crazy genius. Is going to develop uh, some the lost nouns uh, binoculars to say an example. It's like, I mean, this is a lot, a, a lot bigger than whatever we can create. Uh, I know this is so crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's 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 very exciting, especially since let you know the nouns project is like its first of its kind. But what's going to happen when? there are more projects just like this you know it's it's just it's just going to be it's just going to be amazing hey tody um 
Do you have a question for them? Hey, Christian. How are you doing? Great. Great spaces, as always. Really educational. And really interesting to hear the big picture uh, conversation from, from Big Shot. I never really thought of the the difference between the physical world and the digital world when it comes to CC0 and how those timelines are very different. So that's interesting to think about. Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, there's, there's also like the question of resources too. It's like, you know, while bigger corporations take way longer to develop product and, you know, I can move stuff really, really fast, but if a giant corporation sees an opportunity, they, you know, anything that I can do, you know, with, with, with my small team is dwarfed by what somebody like, you know, like Mattel or Funko or anybody with, with resources can do who own their own factories. Like they could churn out stuff you know, in, in weeks, which would take us month, months to do. And then it becomes like a first to market. And then I was thinking about that too. It's almost like a, a competition between nimbleness versus uh, economies of scale. You know, like you can, like you said, wake up tomorrow and do something and, and you have all the assets available to do it. Whereas corporations obviously have a lot of machinery to go through, but I can definitely see how it would be a, a much bigger risk to, uh, you know, to do something like that, knowing that you could get eight months into your nine month process and be beat to the punch. Right. Yeah. And then, then the other thing too, that, that, you know, for, for our project with, with studio one, which I found like really nerve wracking is the fact that, we, you know, 4156 insisted on building everything out in the open. So everything that we were doing was out on the Discord as we we're doing it in real time. And in, you know, in my world, nobody sees anything that we do for at least a year and a half. Like, yeah. there's never, there's never the opportunity to like, to like what I did this morning, where I just posted three different you know designs for the side of the glasses and like ask the community like hey what do you guys think uh there's never that you can't like you can't even tell people in your same company sometimes of what you're working on because it's just conflict of interest so this is this is all exciting because you get real-time feedback from amazing people in an amazing community who are way smarter than 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 i am for in uh, in, in in some cases um but it's also like the risk of somebody can just say, yoinks, you know, you have fun, you know, you know, geeking out on the bevel sizes. I'm just going to go to production with this right now. Because one of the things that's always been uh, hilarious, well, horrible and hysterical at the same time is watching people at Toy Fair and at licensing shows and these toy shows who have, you know, presenting their years worth of work of their new product reveals. And then they're watching for random people coming by and taking photos of their samples. Because while you're a toy fair presenting a great big idea, this person just took a photo, emailed it to their factory in China, and they're making up things right. Just imagine then, that with the now glasses. I mean, five, five, um, what they call, how they call, uh, five um, stands is how they call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, five stands with the noun glasses. Just imagine. <laughs> That's a crazy well, it, thing. I mean, it's like that. Like, if you look at the Discord, too, it's like people are like, hey, what do you mean it's free? We can do anything we want. Can I make this? It's like, yeah, yeah. you can make anything you want. So it's in a way, it's 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 an excellent exercise in imagination, creativity, resourcefulness, and just overall community. Because now it's like, 
we are we are all aware mm-hmm. of each other and it's very easy to just give up that ego and just be like hey you know what i had this idea for that thing that would help you and that's what's been kind of interesting too is just the the ease of conversation in which you know ideas just kind of flourish and get born like i was looking at what you know shark Tale was doing with their with their kids glasses and like that's i've been thinking about the same thing and first i was like well shit they're already doing it uh <laughs> so why do i even need to think about this anymore i can just work on something else but i had a solution or a, an idea that might have helped them and just being able to share those things is just is extremely extremely rewarding yeah but in the flip side as well it's like not everybody has the same desire to make the, the same thing. I mean, just taking an example for the glasses. I mean, there are three three kind of glasses, right? But one of them is like for kids. One of them is yours. And another, another glasses are the sunglasses. I mean, there are a lot of things to do. In, for, in, let's take the, the coloring book example. I mean, I'm making the coloring books, right? But they're, they're, they are characters. I mean, there are a lot of things that can be done with the characters. Maybe someone has these um, carpenter, carpenter is the word? Yeah. Uh, people making things with wood, right? So builders, uh, people who work with metal and stuff like that. I mean, there are a lot of things. And uh, the best example, I guess, is the the new um, this guy who who's making a new song per day for nouns. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that's excellent. The one thing that I wanted to ask you, and this might not be the right time, but I'm just going to throw it out there, is your style is really unique, right? Now, you have this the glasses on your characters, which is CC zero. But what does that do to your own personal work? Have you been noticing that people are just kind of aping your look and your unique designs for their <laughs> things? Because that's that's when things start getting a little confusing for creators. Is like if you do put your own spin on something and it's your trademark look, like that guy that's doing the painted uh, children's book illustrations. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's like it. I've never seen. I've never been that inspired by anything. In, in 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 this space as I have yeah. been by those illustrations uh, yeah. and it's like that's not CC zero how is there a system in place to educate the general public that taking those images is not okay taking the glasses is okay but taking those images is not okay like they can't just take one of your drawings and put it in on a t-shirt or can they? Like, how do you differentiate all of that for? Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, too, it's like, if the noun Dao pays for the book, they, you know, obviously they don't pay for copyright of the artwork, but it just, it just creates a lot of, a lot of legal gray area, I think, that eventually we're going to need to all address because it's either going to help or hurt yeah i mean that's a very good question because i mean when well i i I don't know but i think i was maybe the first person who made the nouns in uh non-pixelated form 
I, I don't think so. Maybe the the Nowlet, Nowlet? I don't remember how, how, how the name is pronounced, but the Nowlets, I, I don't remember the name. They created a new Nowdles. Nowdles. Yeah, Nowdles. So, yeah, uh, I think they, they were the first. But, yeah, I, I'm making these characters in a lot of make, having fun or making cool stuff, whatever. But, I mean, I it's a hard question, actually, because I'm not that... Um, attached to the to the illustrations because I mean I'm giving the, the, the book for free and if someone wants want to sell them uh, maybe in bulk I mean they can do that I guess but they have to you know take the all the pages and formatting the, the book or I don't know whatever or they can buy the book on Amazon I mean the, that's cheaper I guess but is is a is a whole thing to to discuss because yeah it's a very good question as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Quickly on that, I mean, I, I, I think the short answer is your art is not CC zero unless stated otherwise, right? So. Um, you interpreting nouns and I mean, and your, your drawings in your own way. Um, I think it all comes down to the artist and how, you know, they want to release it or not in their own way. Right. Yeah. I mean, one example of that is like, uh, Joshua, uh, uh, sent me a message like a few months ago and he, he asked, Hey man, can can I use uh, the illustrations for um, the illustrated pages for making for giving giving for free to these kids uh, and paint and whatever? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, you can download them and print it, and you know, you can distribute it. Now, for the for the thing that is like sell the book, well, I mean, maybe someone have to figure it out who, who who was the out the author right so maybe they can reach out and I don't know we can talk about the some kind of deal whatever I don't I don't know I actually <laughs> it's funny because I'm I'm not that worried because um, someone take the book because the main thing is like uh, the Dow uh, uh, funded the the project right so the main thing is like well they are like I am taking the time to make these characters. I really having fun with it with them, but at the same time, it's like, what will happen uh, after they uh, after this? So it's like, well, I don't know. I have no idea, but I, I'm having fun with doing this. I mean, whether it's like it's not CC zero or it's copyrighted. I mean, I'm not. I'm not that. How to say that? I mean, I'm not making that strong points to just not taking the leap to making some kind of deal with, uh, I don't know, uh, Penguin Random House or whatever. And it's like, if they want it, I mean, sure. If not, I mean, the book is for free. I mean, it's open to, to everybody as well. So, yeah. Um, I think we lost Jack. Um, um, but anyways, 
in wrapping up, I, 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 I wanted to quickly call out, uh, I pinned it up top, but um, uh, one tweet back, you can see the, the latest auction, we have the lost cat head. <laughs> and it's maybe one of like the, the silliest lost mouse we've seen with like the blue banded glasses that is just insane. Um, and so we've recently moved up to two a day auctions. Um, and uh, I, I think that just comes down to um, experimenting with the auction mechanics, right? And so um, we're currently at two a day. And so the cat auction, I think, ends sometime around midnight tonight, um, Eastern time. And then also on the latest pin tweet, I just wanted to call out the POOP. We're still doing that. And um, uh, the I... I don't remember how we do it, but you know, maybe the tweet's up for like an hour or so and then we'll close it. So go to that tweet, fill out with your address and we'll get that poll up out to you. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I, I wanted to thank you guys, um, Jack as well, who's, who's gone, but Matt and now sound shop. Thanks for, for, for coming on. I really appreciate it. This is a great combo. Uh, sadly, or thankfully, I feel like this could go on for like two more hours, but I still have a job <laughs> and uh, um, I want to keep it for now. And so, uh, yeah, but thank you guys for coming on. Um, do you guys want to quickly tell everyone again uh, where to find you and more specifically your shop? Sure. Well, just real quick. Thank you, Christian, for the opportunity to speak with you all. Um, some great points some things that really need to be hashed out, it sounds like. But um, for now, just having some fun with the glasses in the community. So you can find me obviously here on Twitter at Matt Downey and then shop.mattdowney.co. Christian, thanks so much for having me and Matt, great to chat with you and, and uh, Jack. Uh, and you can find Nounstown Shop uh, on Twitter at, at Nounstown Shop or at nounstown.shop uh, for the Web2 Commerce Store. And you can check out at Build in World on Twitter. And the in is with a one. So at building the world and uh, yeah, thanks so much for uh, making this platform available for us to chat about Yeah, I love it. I, uh, maybe one night we can do like a, like an open session, just a hangout session like people do because I mean, the conversations themselves, I mean, these are always supposed to last an hour. They never last an hour. The <laughs> questions just lead to like what could be another hour on top of that conversation. And so yeah, it's great, but maybe one night we just do a six-hour rolling <laughs> spaces and we talk about all this stuff in more detail. But, um, yeah, thank you, everyone. Um, this Friday, we'll announce the next uh, week's one, and we're super excited about it, but we'll keep it a secret for now. Uh, and thank you guys for coming by, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, y'all. Take care. Yeah, bye, guys. Ciao.